Hello, Royals. Happy Friday, and welcome back to This Day in History. I'm your host, Sean Kavanaugh. The only announcement today is that I would like to acknowledge the untimely and unfortunate passing of Bernard McGurk. McGurk was a host on 77WABC's show, Bernie and Sid in the Morning. For those who don't know, 77WABC is a local New York radio station that primarily caters to New York City and Lower Hudson Valley residents. McGurk had unfortunately been battling prostate cancer since 2021 and passed Wednesday night. The loss of McGurk personally saddens me as he was always one of my favorite hosts at 770. He was one of the reasons why I started this radio show in the first place, aside from getting to talk about history. I used to have a daily routine where I would listen to the show during my commute to school. With this, my condolences go out to WABC and McGurk's family for New York Radio Lost an Icon. Anyways, on a lighter note, let's get to the history. For today's historical event, it's a very large departure for me. I'm not a huge sports person, so the closest I came to reporting on any sports history was the episode with O.J. Simpson. However, today's episode is about a football game. The major reason why I chose a football game to cover today is that when doing research for today, the numbers amazed me. I knew I had to make an episode about this day. With that, in the 1916 Cumberland v. Georgia Tech football game, Cumberland College lost by 222 points. Yes, 222 points in a single game. Of course, the question comes up, how did it get here? What happened to have such a blowout in this game? Well, to start, that year Cumberland had closed down its football program before the season but could not cancel their game with Georgia Tech. If Cumberland canceled their game with Georgia Tech, they would be forced to pay $3,000 or $75,000 in today's money. Clearly, the cost of canceling the game outweighed the benefits of canceling. What also exacerbated this problem was since Cumberland College had no football program, they had no football team. Thus, George E. Allen was appointed to be Cumberland's football team manager even though the team was non-existent. Allen scrambled to put together a team, with most of them being law students or his fraternity brothers. I shouldn't have to state why saying a law student to go play against a Georgia Tech football team coached by John Heisman would be a bad idea. With this, Cumberland showed up with their last-minute and ragtag team of football players on October 7, 1916. What also did not help is that Heisman had a score to settle with them. Heisman also coached a baseball team for Georgia Tech. Earlier that year, his team lost to Cumberland by 22 points. Heisman had his own personal theory that Cumberland had used professional players to cause such a blowout of a game. Heisman wanted revenge, and he was going to get this game. But, during the first play of the game, it became clear that Heisman was going to get his revenge easily. When Cumberland made their opening kickoff, they failed to make a first down. After a punt, Georgia Tech scored their first touchdown. Most Georgia Tech fans watching the game initially thought the game would be a tough matchup, but they were proven wrong. By halftime, Georgia Tech was leading by 126. Anything Cumberland did resulted in a failure. During halftime, Heisman told his team to keep up with the pressure on Cumberland. Heisman was quoted as saying, You never know what those Cumberland players have up their sleeve, so in the second half, go out and hit him clean and hit him hard. Do not let up. What Heisman did not iterate in his quote was that he only wanted to throw the embarrassment on Cumberland as a part of his plan for revenge. Heisman also wanted to run up the score as well as it would improve the ranking among sports teams. At that time, teams were ranked by the number of points they scored regardless of the strength of the other team. Heisman disliked his practice and ran up to score even more to prove a point about how flawed the system was. As the game continued, it did not get any better for Cumberland. Due to being outmatched athletically and most likely size-wise as well, many players got hurt during the game. The quarterback Charles Edwards got a concussion three times during the game. A player named Vichy Woods also suffered a serious facial injury when the team tried to stop an extra point kickoff. 
At the end of the game, after being roughed up for the entire time, Cumberland came out without having scored a single touchdown. The team wasn't even able to make a first down. As I previously stated, with this final score, it came out to 222. Anyway, that wraps up today's episode, Royals. I wanted to have a lighter and more comedic episode this Friday, and I thought this football game would be a great way to do so. I even had more fun than I anticipated researching this. With that, thank you for listening, Royals, and have a good fall break.